0: Hello and welcome to the Robert von Heren Soundcloud channel. On this double album I present you my interpretations of two beautiful works by Robert Schumann, the Album for the Young, Opus 68, including excerpts from the supplement and the scenes from childhood, Opus 15. Part 1 of this double album contains the first 34 pieces of the Album for the Young, which is continued on Part 2. Part 2 also contains the scenes from childhood. The album for the young was written in 1848. Schumann originally composed only a few short piano pieces, which he wanted to give to his eldest daughter Marie for her birthday as a gift. But Schumann had an idea. In his opinion, the piano pieces that the children had to learn in piano lessons at that time were musically not so good so he could compose much more beautiful piano pieces for children and summarize them in one album. By the way, albums were quite popular at the time and were just books with blank pages, so anything could be put or stuck into them. They were used to collect little things, hence each album became something individual and unique, a bit like a diary. Encouraged by his wife Clara, He quickly composed more than 50 pieces. He removed many of them for unknown reasons. Maybe some of the pieces were in his eyes incomplete or not interesting enough, or it was simply too much. Finally, he arranged the remaining pieces, limited the collection to 43 pieces and did in the same year send it to his publisher. The other pieces, which he removed from the collection, appeared much later after Schumann's death and are often referred to as supplement. A few pieces can be found on the second part of this double album. From the very first bars of the album, the piano player is kept in a good mood with swinging music but is at the same time challenged. As simple as the melody or the warbling song may sound, these pieces are not easy to play. This starts with the choice of a suitable tempo goes on to legato playing and phrasing, not to mention to come up with a beautiful singing piano tone. Schumann was obviously not interested in conceiving merely an educational textbook in the sense of a piano school for piano lessons. Instead, he wanted to bring the youth to the taste for wonderful and nevertheless demanding but still playable music. What a wonderful idea compared to the often boring scales and other dry exercises called études that many piano students still suffer today. From this point of view, one might think that the album for the young is not a textbook of piano playing, but simply a random collection of beautiful music for piano solo. Not quite. If you take a closer look at the pieces and their order, You will not only notice that their degree of difficulty gradually increases but you will also notice that he addresses different playing techniques such as pedal use for the first time in number 14 little study or staccato playing in individual pieces for example in number 6 and number 7 and skillfully wraps them in beautiful music full of character and romantic tone. He always pays attention to style, expression and sound. Every single piece is carefully composed and completely elaborated. One beautiful gem follows the other. It is also interesting that Schumann completely renounces, contrary to the pieces of the supplement, the usual Italian expression marks like, for example, Allegro, and instead uses German ones. Obviously. Accessibility and comprehensibility were particularly close to his heart. Very often one finds tempo-related information such as not fast or in moderate tempo. On the other hand, he often gives clear instructions regarding expression and playing style. For example, to play intimately with the springtime song number 15 or fresh and lively with the little morning wayfarer Number 17. More difficult keys such as E major, more complex articulations and combinations of playing techniques in the left and right hand are only carefully introduced by Schumann step by step. He always focuses on the individual music character of a piece. In order to underline this, he has given almost all pieces an individual and meaningful title which was quite unusual for that time and may be considered as first example of little program music. There are only three exceptions. In Numbers 21, 26 and 30, he has noted down three asterisks as the title. Here, the pianist should come up with a title by him herself. By the way, mine are Dreaming Girl, Boy Dreaming of His Future and Farewell. The arrangement of the pieces is also very well thought out. While listening, you will surely notice the sometimes drastic mood changes from piece to piece. Schumann obviously also arranged the pieces from a contrasting point of view. This challenges the pianist not only technically, but also as an empathic interpreter. Thus, he educates the pianist not just technically, but also musically. In a certain way, he prepares the student for a concert repertoire in which precisely this ability to suddenly switch, for example, between sonata movements is required. Schumann's playing technique is never an end in itself. He is always focused on the music, which is in any case original and diverse. A true musical treasure which did not become so extraordinarily famous and popular by chance. And, by the way, also inspired some later composers such as Tchaikovsky to compose an album for the young himself, subtitle after Schumann. It is a pity that this cycle is so rarely heard in concert halls and in the concert repertoire of great pianists. In my opinion, the album for the young is not just teaching music. It is wonderful, romantic piano music a la Schumann, which is a pleasure for the non-playing listener and of course also adults. Schumann had already composed the scenes from childhood in 1838, long before the album for the young. Even if it was not his intention to compose music for children, the childlike perspective plays a certain role in both cycles. The album for the young is about the world of sound and music accessible to children and young people and from their view of life. In Schumann's own words, however, the scenes from childhood are a reminiscence of an older person for older people. This can be the memory of one's own childhood, but does not have to be. It can also be the reflection of the behavior of children from the adult's point of view. In living together with and observing his own children, he surely rediscovered his own childlike side. Seen in this light, I am not happy with the translation of the title into English Scenes from Childhood. I think children's scenes or scenes with children is more appropriate because the German title is Kinderszenen and in this German word there is no Kindheit no childhood. So I think children's scenes or scenes with children is more appropriate. The 13 pieces of the scenes are also called program miniatures. As with the pieces from the album for the young, the 13 of the scenes are also called program miniatures. As with the pieces from the album for the young, has each piece a programmatic title, such as about foreign countries and people. The whole cycle seems like a journey through the world of childlike sensations. None of the thirteen works has an expression mark. So the performer must extrapolate the appropriate tempo from the notes. This is not easy. No wonder that the most famous of the thirteen pieces, number seven, Die Träumerei, Dreamery, is often interpreted so differently in tempo and expression. In my interpretation, I try to find the middle way and remain true to the basic character of the pieces. In comparison to the album for the young, the scenes from childhood are of course more music for adults. I think the combination on this double album is a charming compilation. Who knows, maybe the scenes have somehow paved the way for the later album. I hope you like my interpretations of this wonderful music. If so, please hit the like button, share the pieces, write a comment. I'm always happy to get some feedback. Thank you for listening. Bye bye.